Hey wrestling fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we continue to take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hola. And our resident Jester Jolie. Sup. It's Rumble season. Oh, I love this time of year. Royal Rumble coming up on Sunday the 31st. Starts the road to WrestleMania. And what better way to help uh, to talk about the Rumble and everything? We brought in a couple of special guests. They actually know each other very well because they're co-hosts of the World Elite Podcast. We got Marcus and we got Dylan. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you guys for having us, and I enjoy listening to y'all podcasts. Y'all fucking kick ass, and women can take over podcasts just like men do. I fucking love listening to y'all. Oh, thank you so much. Thank we, you. We definitely, definitely appreciate that. Okay, so uh, before we get into the rumble, I'm putting you guys on the spot because uh, we have a little bit of a tradition here. Um, so anytime, because we all did this for when our first few weeks and everything. So I want to ask both of you guys how you actually got into wrestling as a fan. So Dylan, you first. I actually got into wrestling with my dad. Uh, my dad was always one to bring me to live events to just want me to watch it with him. My dad's not here no more, but I still watch it to kind of continue his memory on. Uh, for reasons, you know, obvious reasons, I don't watch it as much right now. The whole no fans thing is kind of you know, throwing me off. Right. But whenever I do, I always think about him when I watch it. And soon enough, when they actually allow fans, I want to go back for sure. Okay. Uh, do you remember about what year? Or? Oh, man. Uh, I was born in 93. So I would probably say not long after that. My dad got me started right away. Ooh, youngin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. What about you, Marcus? I come from a long list of family that watched it for years. Um, my uh, grandparent, well, my grandpa and all his brothers, they've been watching it, and they're all in the, between their 60s and 70s. Uh, both of my parents watched it, but my mom doesn't really give two shits for it anymore because she realized <laughs> how fake and choreographed it can be. But my dad, who's still hanging on to this world, uh, he's been watching it. Um, I got in it with him. You know, I always hear stories about guys like the Junkyard Dog and the Von Erics and the Fabulous Freebirds, all those names you'll hear in the South. Um, yeah. I, start, I became into WCW about 97 and then I jumped into the WWE around 99. Um, that's okay. when I jumped on them since then. And then I've watched other promotions go over the years. Um, like I've watched TNA at back and forth times. You know, uh, I started watching AEW because it's more fun. But I've always kept WWE even through the good and bad times. But uh, that's how it goes with me. Um, all called because of the family. You know, they carried it on to me. And then when I have kids of my own one day, I'd like to carry it on to them. All right. Definitely solid. Definitely solid. Uh, it seems like everyone has like a family aspect whenever it comes to wrestling, pretty much. And I, I know we all, all three of us do and everything. All right. So Royal Rumble, they haven't actually matched, announced like too many matches yet. So what I want to do is kind of focus on who's actually, uh, we think we're going to win like the Royal Rumble matches. And yet on both ones, they haven't announced like too much of the field, like, like always and everything. So Marcus, let's start with the men's. Who do you think is going to win the men's Royal Rumble? When it comes to Royal, real quick, when it comes to matches like Royal Rumbles, Money in the Bank, or any Elimination Chamber, maybe even like that, I always have to pick two different winners. I have to pick one from Raw or one from SmackDown, and the Royal Rumble matches is something like that to me. Um, from Raw, I, I have a feeling he's gonna come back. So right now, from Raw, my pick would be the Fiend Bray Wyatt. 
if he makes a comeback. Um, SmackDown, um, I'm kind of rolling into Big E right now. If mm-hmm. if they keep building him up the way he is, um, I'd like to see him one day get an opportunity. Um, now that Kevin Owens is fighting in this last man standing, I would have had him in the Royal Rumble if he was in it. But then I also look at Daniel Bryan. So I'm kind of in a crossover between Daniel Bryan or Big E. But if okay. I had to pick one right now, it'd be Big E from SmackDown. All right. Kayla? Um, I'm actually going to go out on the limb here and say because it would be an unexpected. A lot of people will be unhappy about it especially our Uh jester Uh oh i know where she's going (laughs) i just lately i have this feeling that with the return it's going to end up being a certain somebody versus roman reigns at wrestlemania i just get this vibe and dylan marcus when i get this vibe cat and jolie knows me very well nine about 99 percent of the time this vibe is correct Oh, shit. So my <laughs> prediction to win the men's Royal Rumble is Seth Rollins. Oh, God. <laughs> the guy who literally sacrificed himself to go take some TV time off. That was just the most horrific fucking thing I ever saw. And, and it Jolie was flipped funny me at the off. same time. <laughs> I love it. I will take fuck no for a thousand, Alex. Fuck no. <laughs> But hey, you know, you know when I get that vibe, I gotta go for it. So I could be wrong, but that's my vibe. All right, right. stew on that for a second, Jolie. Let me get to Dylan here. (laughs) And for one, I'm not gonna hate that pick because Hill Seth Rollins is the best. I'm not gonna lie about that. But I'm not gonna pick him. Uh, I'm not. And uh, much like Marcus, I do have a Raw and a SmackDown. Uh, Raw. I'm kind of going on a limb here. I'm gonna go AJ Styles. Uh, If if. I know if Vince does you know, uh, show his love for Goldberg and have him bury Drew McIntyre, then I would love to see Styles McIntyre. But on SmackDown, I'm going to go Shinsuke Nakamura. Ooh. Like that, yeah, but... He's... Yes. I like that, but I'm going to say one for thing sure. she said. Fuck Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vince McMahon, I think, ruined Shinsuke's main roster run for sure. Man. If nah, it, Shinsuke's, it... Yeah, yeah, Shinsuke's, Shinsuke's been getting a lot of buzz lately and everything. What are you going to say, yeah, Marcus? For sure, but... Oh, I was going to repeat myself, you know, fuck Vince McMahon. If a dick had wrinkled with ears, it'd be Vince McMahon. Woo! Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Jolie. Okay, yes. Heel Rollins is good. Messiah Rollins is a piece of shit. If we want a good heel Seth Rollins, you got to go back to when he was part of the authority and that bitch. That blonde hair on the fucking side. Yes. That was his best heel role ever. And and I will say that, you know, I preferred him as that than this uh, confessionary motherfucker that I just want to smack. Reminds me of a priest that I knew and when I was in CCD. Yeah, no, fuck him. Um, yes, and always I do say fuck Vince McMahon and that I will come up to Connecticut and beat the fucking living shit out of him if he does stupid shit like that. So for the men, SmackDown side, I will actually have to. I have a two, and it's been two that have uh, one has just recently popped up, and the one has always been in my mind, and that is Big E versus Roman Reigns. Big E winning, and I would love to see that push because I know Paul Heyman himself has said in interviews that were candid that he wants to push Big E to actually hold the title and I'm all for it and with the emergence of Shinsuke and Cesaro kind of breaking apart and Shinsuke going more face he is also in my mix for Smackdown for Raw um, I'm also tossed up between two just because I would love to see Jeff get one more shot at the title even though I don't think he would win it Um, 
or um, as much as it pains me to say this because I want to see this match, Bobby Lashley um, winning the Rumble for Raw side to go against Drew McIntyre. Hmm. I've said before, Bobby Lashley has been long overdue for a WWE title opportunity. Um, And I'm actually, I'm kind of digging the whole Riddle um, and him match. Um, I actually enjoy watching Riddle fight now um he's actually very even though like the whole bro and the high thing they make the the drug jokes yeah sure that's fine go ahead everybody knows it and the funny thing is now um ufc actually has to lay off of people that smoke weed to the fact that in las vegas alone it's become legalized to smoke marijuana so dana white has just got fucked by certain states where they fight because that was the main reasons why men like matt riddle left the ufc because they got busted for marijuana which again go watch robin williams's stand-up comedy because he'll explain to you that it's no way in hell a performance enhancing drug unless the person looks like a giant fucking hershey bar or a gummy bear so yes i am i would really enjoy um matt holding the u.s title even if it's temporary and somebody like jeff hardy or even ricochet takes it off of him and bobby lashley gets the title because then if bobby lashley gets the title and brock lesnar pulls his head out of sable's ass to come back to work he's coming back we know this but we would actually finally get something that we've wanted for at least 10 years now bobby lashley versus brock lesnar and in all honesty, I'm fucking okay with that because I was re-watching Rumble today because um, I found them on my hard drive. So I was watching Evolution, which is why I tweeted what I tweeted today. Okay. Um, and, you know, watching um, the Royal Rumble and just watching, you know, Brock get his nuts splattered by Ricochet and Drew Claymore off the top rope was amazing. But, you know, watching him with Keith Lee and then I'm just thinking of the matches between Keith Lee and Bobby Lashley for the title. So it's like, I really kind of want Bobby Lashley to be the one that dethrones Drew now because in all honesty, like you said, he is due a title shot. He actually is due a title reign. And if he does get a title reign, there's no way they're going to put Brock Lesnar on SmackDown, number one. Um, and then there's no way that he's going to not go for the title when he comes back. So, okay. Those are my picks. All right. Um, I actually have three. Okay. So SmackDown, I, I agree. Biggie, no doubt, because it, in the first two are just mainly, it's like a ne- ne- the next step in their trajectory going forward and everything. So SmackDown, Biggie versus Roman. I'm all for that. For Raw, I got to pick my Texas brother, Keith Lee. Because this would just be epic for him. And if that match that they had on Raw in the main event was any indication, they would just slay. Drew and Keith would just slay it at WrestleMania, for sure. Now for my third pick. And uh, Boss Lady's going to love this one. Um, Let's hear it. (laughs) Up up until now, um, the NXT title has never been defended at WrestleMania. And we all know that NXT superstars are in the Rumble sometimes. Um, the wonderful NST champion, Finn, he said that, uh, he does want a certain match around WrestleMania. So for my third pick, it would be a certain Karrion Cross representing NXT. And that would make it Karrion versus Finn for the first time ever at WrestleMania for the NXT championship. I love Karrion Cross and I love Scarlett. Fucking great so couple did- duo. Tick tock. Talk. 
Tick tock, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> right. That should be his and- new motto. If they can go back in the attitude era, that could be his new motto. Tick tock, motherfucker. Right. But um, but yeah, it's just like after hearing that interview, and it's just like we we know that they're delaying Finn and Finn and the Carrion for like around WrestleMania time and everything. Screw around WrestleMania time. Make it at WrestleMania, especially with it being two nights. So it's like, why why not? All righty. So, oh, what? I, I want to talk about something that you, you brought up, Finn, right? And yeah. Before we started the show, we were talking about the Young Bucks and how much I hate them. Did anybody see Tomatongo's um, rep- uh, call out this week? He is completely blasting the elite right now oh. for doing all for stealing the Bullet Club back. Oh, and he said that he wants New Japan to work with WWE because he fucking hates what's going on with them doing. And I'm just like, I'm here for that. <laughs> You have the the prince. You have Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. You have AJ Styles, and you add in more Bullet Club members from the original Bullet Club. In yeah, like this is such a. Like, I would love to see that. And this is somebody who doesn't like AEW. Thinks Kenny Omega is the most overrated piece of shit to ever wrestle. Jericho shouldn't even be in a rink because that fucking flat ass moonsault looked like a lion trying to fucking jump a gazelle, and he missed the gazelle and bit his own balls off. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm fat, and I wouldn't even do that. And like, he's just like a, trying to do it nonchalantly, and it looked like he had to put so much effort in that they had to put extra fucking. <laughs> elastic in the rope to get him even halfway to where he was supposed to be oh my god what do y'all wait what do y'all call her what's her nickname i'm the jester 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 Jester. i got what what you think was worse chris jerko's moonsault or snoop dogg's fucking frog splash see i have to give snoop dogg just a little bit of credit because of the fact that dumbass scooted closer so Jericho's moonsault was worse. Yeah. I, I bet I, I bet probably money that Snoop Dogg smoked a blunt before Dynamite oh. kicked off and said, I'm going to do a fucking splash Probably. today. Yeah, and his cousin <laughs> called him out on it like, you know, you need to call me dumbass. Yeah, right. She, she was like, oh, fan, that needs work for sure. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, you I... know, but that was like the one thing that caught my eye this week. Um, like I've been actually kind of staying off of social media, uh, with everything with like everything politics wise, everything going on. Like there's so much negativity. I was actually, I've been off social media a lot. I mean, I wasn't even on, like, I've been kind of addicted to TikTok. I haven't even touched that in a couple of days just because there's just so much negativity going on. Um, but it's just like, when I saw that I had to go look for the tweets and like, he literally does not like the fact that they're doing that. And AEW is going after too sweet. They're, they're going for the trademark for Too Sweet now. Oh, hell no. Exactly. That's the click. Go fuck yourself. Oh, jeez Louise. Like, they really want to start a war that can't be won because Too Sweet is actually a part of WWE's history with the click. Mm-hmm. Now, they gave up. WWE actually gave up Cody Rhodes' name. They gave up a lot of stuff, you know, stuff that they wanted and didn't fight over. I mean, the only thing they really got to keep was Dusty's name, but that's something that's synonymous with NXT. Right. And to kind of take Dusty's name out of NXT, you know, I think would be 
very sacrilegious because of the fact of what it meant to the performers that are on main roster today and to some of the performers that are there right now. Um, because I was watching something Becky had said, and she said he liked his broken toys. And if you can say one thing about NXT is it's filled with broken toys that he knew how to polish. <laughs> so them that the whole that, you know, again, I'm still on with Kayla that they're so both fucking working together. It's not even funny. Yeah, guys, it's yeah, guys. It's like uh, Kayla's had this theory for like the longest time that Vince and Cody Rhodes are in cahoots. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a lot of stuff is not adding up. And, you know, like I tell my friend at work, that's like um, a huge wrestling fan, just as I am. And it's like, he's like, well, how's this person doing this? How's this person showing up here? Um, Not too long ago, this person was on WWE. Now they're on AEW. It's like, okay, if you really are fighting each other, you know, for ratings, why are you letting them jump back and forth? So, um, yeah. So if you're in cahoots, just tell us. We'll be happy, you know. Make it, you know, you know. Obviously, A and W and Impact are in together now. So if A E W and WWE are in together, hey, I'm all for it. Cause yeah, I love Cody Rhodes and I love everybody else. So just just tell us, okay? I know your secret. I know it's out there. So yeah, they'll take it to the graves at this point. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, so yeah, right. All right, so back to all right, back to the rumble. Uh, let's focus on the women. Dylan, women's Royal Rumble winner is I'm going Bianca Belair. She's yeah, she's my favorite right now on SmackDown. All right, Marcus, what about you? I'm agree with him from SmackDown. I got Bianca Belair, but from Raw, I got Alexa Bliss. Kayla, didn't you just bring her up like recently? Or I also brought her yeah. up as well. I. I... Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, no, that's something else we definitely got to get into later and everything. Um, Jolie, who you got? I have Bianca Belair from SmackDown, but for Raw, I'm kind of torn um, because I kind of want to see this match, and it has something to do with I saw in one of the groups that I'm involved with on Facebook, and um, I kind of want to see Charlotte win it again. And when we, I will, I will go into this in more depth when we talk about that thing that I brought up to you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there is a reason why I want that, or I want Shayna to win it because Shayna was so close last year, but there is a reason why I said Charlotte. And when we get to that topic that I brought up to you and I will go more depth about it then. So. All right. All right. All right. I will, we'll, we'll table that for a second. Kayla. Um, if we have to do this far as splitting um, between Raw and SmackDown, um, I have been going back and forth, back and forth. Um, obviously, Monday Night Raw, if I had to choose for someone to win the Women's Royal Rumble, um, definitely I would love to see Alexa Bliss add that to her record. But and when it comes to SmackDown, as much as she has dominated 2020, longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion, Raw Women's Champion, she's been in the past. She's been NXT. She's won Money in the Bank, which has happened to be the third person, um, excuse me, the fourth person in history to win it and cash Money in the Bank in the same night and become champion. Also, the second female ever to do so in history. Um, SmackDown, to add to her record, I'm going to have to say ding dong, hello, Bailey. <laughs> Oh, I kind of figured that out about halfway in, but I had to, I had to let you get through it. 
All right. If I have to pick one from Raw, it um I definitely say it'd be Shayna because Asuka's reign needs a little bit of a boost right now because it's getting a little stale. And plus it's like lately she's been mixed up with the tag team with Charlotte and everything. Uh for SmackDown, I am torn as well because I love Bianca. I love Bianca. I think she should have been champion in NXT, but that didn't happen, unfortunately. Um, so I'm torn between her and I'm also torn between her and Bailey because I want Bailey because it's like the Bailey and Sasha match at WrestleMania. We should have had it last year, but because of fans, we didn't. And I want Sasha to have that match with her and to win it so she can finally get a WrestleMania win under her belt. And so those are my two. Okay, so what Jolie was referring to is after this past week on Monday Night Raw with the main event match between Asuka and Alexa Bliss, there's speculation that there's people saying on social media and everything that Alexa Bliss is going to bring out Asuka's evil side. The Kana, was it, Jolie? Yes. Okay. So I'm a part of this called the LGBTQ plus pro wrestling community. I also follow them on Twitter and they said Dark Asuka is coming. Watch out, Alexa. And we've been... A lot of people have actually been talking about, you know, them switching her into her dark persona because Kana is a beast. Asuka in herself is a beast, but Kana brings an evil, a level of evilness, which I think is kind of missing at the moment. I like evil when it comes to the women's division, not brutal evil like Shayna and Naya, but like mischievous evil and that type of baddie. So my thing was that I had said that it would be epic. One of the people in the group said, well, I keep saying that Asuka is going to turn heel when she faces Charlotte at Mania. That's why they're pushing Charlotte's face right now. And I also said that makes sense because there are too many heels at the moment. That's why they would keep her face. So that's why I said that, you know, if they do turn Asuka evil and for her to actually get her win at WrestleMania over Charlotte. That's why I had picked her to be the one because when she lost WrestleMania 34, that sucked ass, you know, despite the fact that Charlotte was a face and Asuka was a face, it really kind of sucked. Whereas when you had Shinsuke, when he lost, he went heel, but they kept Asuka face. So for me, it was like, all right, where are we going to go with this? And then, you know, you had Carmella and the Iconics steal the title off of her. But I feel like, you know, that's one receipt that we never really got fully repaid yet. It's like they talk about how Rhea has um, a notch against Charlotte for, you know, her to avenge her loss. But when it comes to talking about avenging losses, like I think that Charlotte is will always be in the title picture. But I think if Charlotte wins the Rumble... Or even if she doesn't win the Rumble and it goes to a SmackDown person, which I think it would because it's been Raw two years in a row, I think. Yeah, Raw two years in a row. No. Well, Charlotte was on Raw and then Becky was on Raw. SmackDown, they were on SmackDown. I don't forget how that whole thing happened because (laughs) somehow Charlotte got on SmackDown. Yeah, right. So it was Raw. So it's been Raw technically two years in a row. And I mean, technically it was NXT the first year. So for all we know, somebody from NXT is going to come up and win it, which would 
make me fucking happy as well. So, but this is one loss that has always like been talked about where they thought that this kind of derailed Asuka. So if they make Asuka heal and have her completely destroy Charlotte, it's not going to end Charlotte. It's not going to destroy Charlotte's legacy. One, it's going to make her more badass, especially if this is to somebody like Kana, uh, the Asuka version of Kana. So for me, that would be probably one of the better stories to tell. And that's what we're all about. That's the one thing I've always preached upon is storytelling now this would be a story again from two or three years ago and i think it's one thing that we need to some stories need to be revisited and yeah it's going to be limited fans but it's one that should be there for the fans and i will say this if they do not play no more words if jeff hardy is performing at wrestlemania i will be fucking pissed just wanted to point that out there because they said once there was a live audience and there's going to be 15 to twenty thousand people in that fucking audience they better play no more words and i'm done She gets on her little rants like this. Oh, and uh, Asuka was already on the main roster when she won the Rumble. No, she was She was up then? Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So anyway, yeah. All right. So Marcus, what do you think about all that? Um, I'm looking at pictures of Asuka as this Kana character. Uh, This would be pretty fucking dope if she ever did this. I like seeing shit like that. And it's something new. I mean, we get, we see the little... M- green teardrops go down her face i've seen that the little black line that goes across her mid of her face we've seen those type of pings but looking at these images of her like i'm seeing pictures of like kind of like a female joker style painting her hair's a little cut shorter but she's got some evil look in her i mean that would be some pretty slick shit to see especially since i've never seen that side of her ever i would be all in for that now back to what um the jester said yes that fucking sucked dylan and i were at that wrestlemania when oscar lost her first match on the main roster that was a complete dumpster fire and i my fucking hatred of charlotte flair being just like her daddy getting all that glory that pissed that was one night that pissed me off shitsuke losing too pissed me off as well but that but nothing was more bad than that fucking main event of that wrestlemania i was watching watching the crowd playing beach ball was beach volleyball was way fucking better than that main event but I'm I'm all in on this Oscar Hill turn. I would like to see something different with her because they're obviously not doing shit with her right now. She's been Raw Women's Champion since September, and I can't remember the last time she had a title defense that I can remember since Clash of Champions. Uh, I don't even think she defended it at TLC either. Uh, I don't think she did. I I don't even think she was I ever seen her involved at the card period. But um, I mean the last time I seen her on pay per view was when she fought Sasha Banks at Survivor Series, but. I don't even see her on the card for the Rumble. So let's make a change. Let's see. Let's see Asuka finally get that TV time and get, instead of embarrassing her, getting her to say fucked up Japanese and English and doing these weird dances. I want to see the baddest bitch from Japan defend that title once again. So I'm in with the Kana character thing. All righty. Dylan, what about you? Yeah, just like Marcus, I was uh, very unfamiliar with her other persona, so I did my fair share of Googling as well. And seeing how badass she looked, I think if WWE decides to pull the trigger on it, that it could definitely be that um, sort of spark that she needs for her career because they're really not doing nothing with her right now. Yeah, very stacked and under rain right now. Uh, Kayla? Um, pretty much as everyone has said, um, Asuka just needs that spark. Um, I was actually sitting here looking at the Asuka pop bottle that I have with the little black, the little black line going across her face. Um, she just, she's one of the best. Um, I know, well, one of the best that's on the roster. 
that she has a title, but she's still getting buried. So, I mean, this just don't make sense. Normally, it's like your, um, I don't know, one of my favorites of all time, Natalia. You know, it'd be like one of them, you know, getting buried. But Asuka, our Raw Women's Champion, eh, she needs a she needs a little spark in her career. She Like um, Dylan and Marcus said, when was the last time they actually, you know, had her defend a title in an actual good match instead of, you know. So um, if they want to m- turn her heel, they want to make her bring out the um, Kana, which um, when I did the article f- for the Kabuki Warriors, I actually got to see, you know, dig more information into it. Um, it's, you know, it's intriguing to see where they go. A heel turn might be good for her. Um you know, basically, I hate to say it, a lot of people don't like your heels, but um, about 95% of the time, your heels are what is make your people the best work. So, um, Asuka, heel turn, I'm all for it. However they want to do it, you know, put a spark into it. Make her more exciting than what she is. So, yeah. Yes, Jelly. Well, think about it. If she's facing somebody that's fiendish, like Alexa, what does the fiend do when they face people? He changes them. No, no, no. I'm being serious. No, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. He he has this mythical power, mystical power of changing people. Now, if this has somehow leaked over towards with the new this new Alexa character, because you saw how quickly she switched and then hit that mo- the twisted the sister Alex veil on it was like, where the fuck did that come from? Like she just hit out of nowhere. Like Randy. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> So it was, it's just one of those moments where you're like, what the hell just happened? So I'm thinking like, you know, even if she doesn't lose, lose the title to Alexa, for all we know, Alexa's going to face her for the title. Unlikely. Were you going to jump back? Were you going to say something, Mark? Oh, when she said Randy Orton, I just rolled my eyes because I can't stand this. It's this El Rando looking motherfucker right now with that mask on. But I will say this, this is the first time they've actually taken a burn seriously. Like every other time they like come out with like sunglasses, but they're actually like they from somebody who knew somebody that had burn and skin grafts. That was actually I actually give them props for being more authentic. Uh, I'll give a shout out to the makeup crew making his nose look burned and everything with that mask. <laughs> yeah, that was like about three, like definitely like three shades and everything. I don't know what the hell they put on there, but it's just like, okay, all right, we're getting into the effects here. <laughs> well, it was just like when Becky got her black eye, it wasn't as bad as it really was because I've seen her, I saw her without the makeup. They actually put a lot more makeup on to highlight it. So they do do that, yep. unfortunately. But <laughs> like, I mean, when I hear Becky Lynch's name, I just want to roll my eyes and think of that fucking bitch, Charlotte Flair, for ruining two good moments. Uh, two good times we could have seen her versus Ronda Rousey one on one. Charlotte had to take her fucking place at Survivor Series when Becky had her jaw broke, and of course she had to throw her ass in the main event. We we didn't fucking want her in that main event. We wanted Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch one on motherfucking one. Well, that's that's oh, because preach, preach. that's because Vince didn't actually have faith in Ronda, not Becky. He knows Becky can handle it, and you can't really get mad at Charlotte for taking her spot in Survivor Series. You kind of have to get mad at the fat bitch that punched her in the face, straight punch, on purpose. And I don't care what anybody says, that thing was on fucking purpose. Oh yeah, Nia <laughs> Jax and uh, Vance is just a boil on the ass of life. And the sad thing is, like, he used to know what was good, and it's like, okay, dude, 
I get it. You have a hard on for certain people. And I feel, I honestly, I do feel bad for Charlotte because she does get a lot of hate. I, I met her. Um, I was at Access at WrestleMania 35. So I got to meet her, which was great because, you know, she's not like her dad at all. Like he is apparently a legitimate, like, you know, womanizing asshole at times, but she was genuine and a sweetheart. Now I never met Rick. I'm only going off of what people have said about him. He it could be completely opposites. He could have had a bad day. Like somebody keeps, well, Seth could have had a day. No, Seth is a fucking dick. I don't care. I, I was Backst- the- backstory. She backstory. She hates Seth. Oh, I, I despise that man with an fiery passion. It has nothing to do with him being married or soon to be married and conceiving a child with Becky. No, the dude back in 2015, 2016 was at a Comic-Con in Philadelphia. I asked him about his shirt. He didn't answer me. He was cold as fuck. Yeah, he smiled. I think he put his arm around, but it was just one of those, like, you're supposed to be a nice guy and you're acting like an asshole. And then I go get my picture with fucking Randy Orton, who everybody knows is a fucking asshole. And the dude is nice as hell. So I have never liked Seth. I get this vibe off of him. And, you know, people like, oh, give him a second chance. Give him a second chance. Like, nah, the dude has lost his chances. Now, Andrade, I will give another chance to because, you know, I understand that WrestleMania access is a little bit of a different beast. And I I will give him another shot because I've been hearing a lot of stories from Thea, um, Zelina Vega. I'm I'm a one of her. I subscribed to her on Twitch because I think she's uh, deserves all the love and support that she can get right now until she can finally tell us what is going on in her life. Um, so she's telling all the stories about Andrade. So that's why I'm going to say, you know, I'll give him another chance. But I've been I've heard a lot of shit about Seth, and it's not like I'm not the only person that says stuff about him when they met him. So it's like, nope, I ain't giving him another shot. He dick. <laughs> oh. Oh gosh, where were we? Oh yeah, Oscar. <laughs> no, I definitely wouldn't mind the definitely wouldn't mind the kind of turn. And like I said earlier, her she needs a spark right now because everything's kind of getting stagnant. All right, so y'all mentioned NXT, Dusty Roads, and everything. Dusty Roads Classics going on right now. They actually just came out with the full bracket for the women's. And let me see here. And some pairs we knew, and three new uh, three newcomers just signed up and everything. So, based on, we've actually had like a surprise. I was, I love Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. I thought they were dead in the water on their first round match, but they pulled out the upset and beat Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. What so, was that move? it was fantastic it was fantastic her her ricochet had been working on that one (laughs) must must have been (laughs) what in the bedroom (laughs) i I apologize i i couldn't help it i couldn't help it It, you just left the door (laughs) wide open and i walked through i just look i will say this she probably didn't even need herself with that being a little american ninja badass that she is but that match like was fucking spectacular and like you like i thought i was like really they're putting the tiniest woman against mercedes martinez and tony storm (laughs) what the fuck are they smoking i know right all right so marcus based on the entire bracket who you think's gonna win while i pull the bracket up real for a second oh because i had a pick before i saw the rest of it but i wanted to see who else was all in it but yeah feel free go ahead okay so 
Um, one, one of the matches actually happened tonight. Candice Lorraine, Indy Hartwell versus Gigi Dolan and Cora Jade. Uh, Candice and Indy won that one. Then we have Shotzi and Ember Moon. And their first round matchup is Marina Shafir and Zoe Stark. She's one of the newcomers as well. And then, um, of course, Casey and Caden moved on um, in their round. And then the last first round matchup is Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea and Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, and, the, and the winner of that last one is actually going to face Caden and Casey. Okay. Um, I think the finals will come down to Ember Moon and Shotzi versus Raquel and Dakota Kai. But I'm going to take Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart because I fucking love Shotzi right now. <laughs> love the green hair. I love the tattoos. I love the tank. I love running that fucking little dickheaded prick bastard over. I can't remember his name. <laughs> Dylan would know his name. Shotzi is just Robert a bad... Stone. Robert motherfucking Stone. And then you know she did all she did uh, destroy Austin's theory as well. Yeah, that she did that too. I fucking love Shotzi. That she's a bad girl, and I fucking love her. <laughs> all right. And the Wolf Howl too. I love the cool. Wolf Howl. Right. Ow! <laughs> all right kayla no i was just reading this article that got me distracted on um different things that you guys were talking about it was just saying five superstars who could join retribution and save them and one of the five i'm like what the hell why does he need saving for um but no um as far as the bracket i do want to say congratulations to nxt for making another history historical moment um, being part of the Dusty Rhodes Classic we- uh, Women's Tag Team. Um, but all the tag teams that's in there are amazing. Um, the match between Casey and Caden against Raquel and Tony. I was going to be happy either way because I Mercedes, love all- Mercedes, Mercedes. Well, sorry, Mercedes. Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. Sorry. Um, but... Just that feeling of how the history has been. I would really love to see Casey and Caden win. But unfortunately, with the history, um, I do believe it's going to come down to Ember, Shotzi, and Raquel and Dakota at the end. And once again, I'll be happy either way. So whoever comes out on top um, will dominate and they'll go against the women tag team titles. So regardless if it's charlotte flair and oscar or our girls the riot squad that still needs this titles whoever it may be it um they worked their butts off in that classic so right most definitely ember moon shossi blackheart i can't even speak today shossi blackheart and dakota and raquel yeah (laughs) it's just been a long day so excuse me people if you're listening to this it's just been a long day and i cannot speak right now all right i need sleep (laughs) Take a take a breather. Take a breather. Take a breather. Take a breather. Uh, my dream final. My dream final would be Shotzi and Ember versus Casey and Caden. That's my dream final. And but I have to go to the consensus so far and everything as far as like the actual final is going to be is Shotzi and Ember versus Raquel and Dakota. If any team from NXT is going to be the first ones to take the tag titles, women's tag titles, it's going to be. Even though they get on my damn nerves, and I know Raquel's from Texas and everything, but. They get on my damn nerves and everything, but Raquel's a beast and she would go well one-on-one up against Charlotte and everything. So they would be the, that would be like the number one team to take the title, the tag titles off of um, Charlotte and Oscar or whoever has them. <sighs> Jolie. Um, 
definitely think that Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai are going to be in the finals as much as I love Casey and Caden. Um, I do think that Shotzi and Ember will move on as well, but I have a feeling that they're going to be close to winning, but a certain little blonde pixie bitch is going to come out and screw it for them at keeping that rivalry going and allowing Raquel and Dakota to win, even though Raquel and Dakota don't need the help because uh, they're just fucking badasses on their own. But I just feel that Candice LeRae is going to get involved somehow because like her hubby, she can't let something die. <laughs> like the way, the way, just stop, dude. And I got to admit, that had to be one of the gayest things I have seen when Johnny came running over after he got hit in the balls. Like, I thought I was watching Brokeback Mountain for a minute. And I was just like, what the hell is this? Okay, I'm putting on the news. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> don't, get, don't get me wrong. I like Johnny Gargano. I love Candice LeRae. I just don't. There's certain people that are not meant to be heels. Mm-hmm. And okay. unfortunately, Johnny is not meant to be a heel. Candice, she is, but Johnny isn't. That's why, you know, with him and Tommaso... Tommaso was always meant to be the heel badass. Johnny was always supposed to be the good guy. So there's certain people that are always meant to be faces and meant to be heels. And that's why sometimes it sucks to be stuck in that category. But sometimes for me, at least like, you know, he's one of the people that should not be a heel. It just feels forced. Right. Like Dakota as at at first I thought Dakota as a heel was going to be forced, but it wasn't. It's actually grown very organically. And same with Raquel Gonzalez, Tony Storm that felt forced, you know? So it's like, there's certain things that, you know, just feel forced. And that was one of them. Right. <sighs> All right, Dylan, who you got? I think just like everybody in the finals, I got Shotzi and Ember and then Raquel and Dakota, but I'm going to lean towards Dakota and Raquel because I've said on numerous occasions on our show that Raquel Gonzalez is a future star of NXT. And I right. think she'll be the one to take, the uh, women's championship off of Io Shirai. She earned that clean victory over her in war games. Right. So she should be the one to take it off of her. So for sure, it's not even close that I have them winning it. All right. Yeah. It's like, we're pretty much all like all in the same boat about that. So I definitely see what happens. Okay. I've been holding on to this one for last. Um, I might throw another question in before we get off, but I've been holding off on this one. Talk about stories two years in the making another one got lit up with a fuse big time on monday and that would be mustafa lee and kofi kingston i've been waiting for this one but i'm gonna take a back seat for a second because if i start talking about it i will go like five minutes straight dylan your thoughts yeah just like you said it's uh two years in the making he was supposed to be uh, of course in the elimination chamber and whenever he joined Retribution, I said the first person he's to go after is Kofi Kingston. So, so this is perfect storytelling. And I, and I believe two years is, is way long overdue, but I'm finally excited that they're doing something with it. All right. Marcus? I'm ready for it, too. Um, but if you're asking for a prediction on a match, I would take um, Mustafa Ali. But I like where this is going. I'm like Dylan said, he kind of just repeat what he says. It's been long overdue, and I'm looking forward to seeing this. And even though Raw's been shitty the last few weeks, I will definitely tune in to see the time they wrestle. Whether if it's this coming Monday night or in the future, you can bet your ass I'm going to tune into that Raw to see these two go at it. <laughs> uh, Jolie? 
Well, you know me. I love my storytelling, so <laughs> I, I kind of can't wait to see where this goes. Um, I'm also wondering, you know, Ricochet keeps losing, so is he actually going to pull his head out of his ass and join Retribution? That would be interesting. But yeah, no, I like that them going them going after Xavier Woods. I like the fact that they're working the way that they are. I love the fact that Ali is giving these hella amazing promos on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. And it's like, okay, give the man the mic on TV. Mm-hmm. Stop keeping it in the shadows. Though it makes sense for their type of group. It makes sense. So give it to me. Uh, give him the mic. Give us the Kofi and Ali match. And let them tear the house down. Because this is something we've all been waiting for, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and just let it just ride because it's something that this, the company needs that's sp- like everybody said well the superstars need the spark no the company needs the spark raw needs a spark raw has nothing raw is flat and again i will always say part of it has to do with the fact that a certain fucking redhead got knocked the fuck up by fucking spate in the spawn that i will put you in time out <laughs> i'm kidding no um the, i think that you know once becky honestly left raw it kind of went downhill and they did all the shakeup. They put all these different people on it. You're missing Andrade. Um, I mean, hell, it'd be interesting to see if Andrade comes back, if he joins Retribution, because he's been, you know, completely booked wrongly. I mean, I love the idea of Retribution and there's so many people that can actually join it. It's like, okay, well, you've got the gothiest of goth guys out there that's just sitting at home doing absolutely nothing except for playing Warzone. Give him a call. And I'm talking about Alistair Black. I figure. And then, hell, it's like the other day, like, uh, Nikki, she did a promo video. Oh, and, my uh, God. Re- that promo and reckon- was fire. And, and Reckoning, like, uh, retweeted it, said, DM me. So I'm like, going, ooh, okay. <laughs> like, they're, they're, they could actually, in all honesty, and I'm going to put this out there, they could honestly have Reckoning or Retribution take over like like they originally were starting to do they could actually have them start flipping the script and attacking like the singular animals that they are and the pack animals that they are because even though you only see one of them you know the rest of them are around some would say they're like cockroaches some would say they're like sorority girls when you see one you know there's about 10,000 around you so retribution is a good fundamentally sound idea it just needs the execution and i think with this storyline two years in the making it's starting to make that execution so hopefully that they start moving it in the right direction and it does expand out more and you do see the anger and you do see the displacement of the people that have been pushed aside who have been pushed away thrown away like the island of misfit toys then I think, you know, they actually do have a good vibe on their hands. But will Dick Vince do it? Probably not. (laughs) All right. Kayla, before I go off, go ahead. (laughs) Um, Now that since we brought up Retribution, um, the article that did get me distracted a little bit earlier that said five superstars should join Retribution, I really do not agree with either one of them except for maybe two, but then I'm going to add a mix to mine. Then I'll jump into the Ollie and Kofi. 
But this article said that they think CM Punk should return and be part of Retribution, which I don't agree with. Why? Alistair Black, I agree with. Ricochet, I agree with. Rhea Ripley, I do not agree with. And then they said that Karrion Cross needed in there. I'm like, no, he don't. He's so I don't know what they were going with that. Um, a part of somebody, Cat and Jolie, knows probably where I'm going with this. Excuse me for this, but where the hell is Mojo Raleigh? Okay. Oh shit. Okay, so <laughs> why? He needs, a- <laughs> he needs to be no. part of. <laughs> no, we've gone over this. We've gone over this. If Cat was going to put me in timeout, I'm going to put you in timeout. No, 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 no. Let me give no. you guys a backstory real quick. Let me let me give you guys a backstory real quick. Don't worry, I um, muted her. Okay, <laughs> she, she she's a major Mojo Raleigh fan. She has been tweeting. I don't know how many times to WWE to get for this man to get more merch on wwe shop she is she's kind of obsessed with him a little bit and we jolie and i actually surprised her and got her a cameo for a a, just like a a chair to a gift to cheer her up and everything so she is obsessed with this guy just a little bit and if he's single please feel free (laughs) but no um if anybody that has been buried is him um which I think should be part. And WWE Shop, he still does not have a shirt. Get it, please. But um, as Where's far- the mute button? <laughs> they give me hell every time I mention his name. Um, I- but anyway, no. As far as that goes, that's one person um, that does need to be part of Retribution. Bring back TV. I don't know where he's at. But anyway, um, as like others have stated... Kofi and Ali has definitely been um, long overdue. So, um, however they introduce it, if it's on Raw, if it's on a pay-per-view or whatever, I'm all for it. So, um, and I definitely think the whole targeting Kofi Kingston for taking his moment away from him is a new kick for Retribution. So, Okay. I usually don't comment too much because I leave it usually leave it to these two, but... This one, I'm going to go off a little bit. I even got an article in the works for it, too, and everything. I know this is two years in the making because I actually have tweets around that time um, about this. Because I tweeted out how much I was enjoying Kofi as WWE champion. And uh, before his title reign, I wanted him to go against Ali because of the storyline and everything. And I'm a writer. I'm like Jolie. I love my storylines. and I love the story. The story has to end. Kofi was the very first superstar to ever respond to me on Twitter about anything because I said I wanted him to go against uh, Ali. He said, me too. And right after that, Ali retweeted it saying, Kofi and Ali will happen. It didn't end, it didn't before his end of his title reign. And we all know how that ended. I'm not going there. When I saw this on Monday, when I saw Ali's video on Monday, I was jumping with excitement i was thrilled i'm like wait yes it has finally happened it took way too damn long even after the draft uh mustafa like tweeted out like hi kofi so it's like it, it it's like i was you dylan it was like it, it was like it was getting there it's getting there it's like it's got to get there eventually and it even blew up so much and everything that kofi who never who never says anything on social media from home no videos or anything the only time we ever see him on video is with the podcast 
the New Day podcast and everything. He even does a video from home to Ali in kind of response to everything. So this match needs to happen. The final, the, the final the finality of this needs to happen at WrestleMania. If you give me any matches, like chicken shit matches between now and then and everything, I'm going to be pissed off. This is a WrestleMania worthy story match. That's where it needs to happen. Anything else? It, the only thing, acceptable thing between now and then would be a couple of tag matches between New Day and Retribution. That's it. But it's like, I want one-on-one Kofi, Ali, WrestleMania. Bam. <sighs> wow. Yes. And now I gotta uh, get all that. And note to anybody that um, even though she is an editor of herself, anybody that does edit to her articles when she does rant, Cat can rant like crazy. So yeah, WWE don't make her rant like crazy when it comes to this feud, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> the the it's like the worst thing you could get is a pissed off person who's also who's also a writer. <laughs> oh man, oh this was a this was a hell of an episode. So before we sign off, uh guys, let everyone know where you where they can find your podcast at. Okay, yeah. Um you can find us on all social platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Pod, uh you can type uh World Elite Podcasts. We're also on Twitter at World Elite Pod. Um, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Marcus Hey. You can follow me on Twitch at Marcus Hey Hey. You can follow me on other social de- devices like Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm all on those. But uh, big, I just have to ask this real quick. Uh, I've listened to y'all's show for a few weeks now. I gotta say, uh, one of y'all episodes, I literally like shook the fucking roof. I was like, how did y'all pull off getting Shaw Guerrero on y'all show? <laughs> that was awesome. And my love for Eddie Guerrero, too. That was so cool y'all had her, and that was awesome episode, too, by the way. Yeah, before we actually started the stream, I was able to thank her for her dad. Um, and then I showed her that, that uh, if I ever get to meet her in person, I have the Eddie and Ray two-pack from when they were feuding and he had the mask in his hand. Um, I'm going to get her to sign that. So, yeah, her getting Shaw on here was like, when she told us that, like, I was like, I how? Um, okay, before I explain and everything, Dylan, tell everybody where they can find you at. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Dylan J. A. Bear 12. I'm on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, and pretty much every social media platform. Okay, no, but um, I was uh, last month I went to um, Mission Pro Wrestling's uh, show, uh, Run It Back, because our podcast was one of the sponsors, and I actually got a chance to meet Shaw for a second, take a picture with her, and everything. Jolie got it on my case because i didn't ask her right then and there to be on our podcast <laughs> i was joking so, well sometimes i can't tell with you <laughs> so either way um a few weeks later and everything i um i looked i went i looked her up on uh twitter and everything and emailed her and luckily everything worked out thank god so and the rest the rest is now recorded history <laughs> good it was good episode too I loved her story, what she had to say, and y'all was talking everything about her dream matches or everything like that she mentioned. It was a good episode. Thank you. Yeah, it's like when thank it, you, thank you, thank you. Now it's like welcome. sometimes, sometimes whenever we have like the uh, wrestlers on independent wrestlers and everything, we always like to try to ask them like, like who they like where they see themselves in the future, like who they would like to go against, just kind of pick their brain, like what direction they want to go and stuff. So, and trust me, I. Working on trying to get some more people on. 
fingers crossed. And I'm doing the same as well. So I've emailed a couple people too. So, but I'm not going to go into great detail, but I will say I have emailed. I'm just going to tell you what they're, um, give you a hint by their themes. I have emailed somebody with a by let's light it up and call to me, call to me. That's all I'm going to say. If you can figure out who those two are, then that'll be a hit. AJ Lee. I know, I know mm-hmm. the first one. Yeah, it's AJ. Yep. And who's the second one? Oh, shit. Call to me. Hang on. Do I have to play? Hey, hang on. Let's see if I can. No, you can't play it. Yes. <laughs> you, no, no. You literally can't play it. Oh, yeah, true. German. All right. I'll have to figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. Thank you.